Yo, what's happening people? It's me again, Nathan Caton, so you know what that means. It's another episode of me, myself and basketball. The podcast brought to you by NBA UK fans. As always, by the fans, for the fans. You know how we do. To the returning uh, listeners, how are you guys doing? Welcome back. To the new listeners, hello, welcome. Welcome to this uh, this, this, this very uh, exclusive club, I would, I would call it, of uh, NBA fans from here in the UK. Yes, if you don't know how the podcast works, I'll explain it to you. Every episode we have a, we have a guest on from this, uh, from this lovely, warm community of NBA fans here in the UK. We bring them on to the podcast and we just we have a chat, have a good old chinwag about you know how they got to love the, the beautiful game, you know, that is basketball, the team they support, you know, basically a journey of how they got to where they are now in their, in their basketball-loving lives. Okay, uh, this episode is uh, it's no different. We're going to crack straight on and, and, and get our guest on. It's uh, I've, I've heard lots of good things about this guy, right? which I'll get into uh, as we talk to him. But for the meantime, I'm going to say welcome to the podcast, Geraint Jones. Thank you for having me, Nathan. It's, uh, it's an honour to be asked to uh, come on such a prestigious uh, podcast. <laughs> good to have you, man, and thank you for, for, for doing it. How are you? Very good, thank you. Enjoying the Euros at the moment. Well, some of it. Wales are out, but uh, I'm, you guys, you guys are enjoying it. So um, you know, let's just keep it positive vibes, isn't it? Well, I, I was going to say, well, uh, at least at least you got the playoffs for your team, but th- that that didn't happen either. Um, so uh... no, that's a recurring theme with the Magic, mate. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. So um, Orlando Magic fan. All right. Now, I'm I'm, I'm going to ask you the same question that I ask everyone when they terminate the team. Um, but in particular, for you, why the magic? Because like, there may be some people listening, maybe you know some of the younger generation who are listening, who don't know, or maybe just heard from random stories that Orlando were actually a good team once upon a time. So, uh, what, what, why the magic, bro? Yeah, man. Well, back in back in the good old days, shall we say? No, <laughs> um, no. So it all started for me back in 1997. So uh, we went on a family uh, holiday to Disney World. As mm-hmm. this is a recurring theme with most Magic uh, fans, you'll you'll probably find. And uh, you know, we did Disney parks, went to Universal Studios. Um, and we had a bit of holiday money, so I went with my mum and dad, and my two brothers, and um, we were staying in Kissimmee. And uh, there was a big okay. sports store there called um, mm-hmm. Sports Dominator, and they had okay. all sorts of, you know, um, NFL, NBA uh, jerseys. And um, in the window, there's a big guy, number 54, Grant on the back. And I thought, ooh, Grant, Grant's quite similar to Geraint without the E and the I. So I was okay. like, <laughs> no, normally, you know, you go on holiday, you probably be, go there one time and uh, you never come back. So I thought, you know what, that'd be a nice thing to remember the place by. So bought mm. the jersey, get back to the UK, um, and, you know, you start keeping an eye on scores. So that back in the day, it was on teletext. Uh, I'm sure you remember that, Nate. <laughs> wow, that's a blast from the past. <laughs> I know. I, it was like page 383, if I remember rightly. So every morning, I used to wake up. What was the score? What was the score? So this is back in 97, 98. So the Magic went on a bit of decline after after the Shaq and Penny days. Yeah. Uh, Penny, of course, still being there. But, you know, we, we lost the diesel and... Um, all the W's that he brought with him. So that was unfortunate. So we, 
it, it just snowballed from there, mate, to be honest. PlayStation games, started playing basketball uh, in school. Again, just following following the game uh, wherever you could. There wasn't much um, television in the UK, uh, as mm. I'm sure you remember back in the day, just the Channel 4 shows. Yeah, so just yeah. the magazine programs with uh, Mark Webster and, um, mm. you know, every Sunday. And over the years then, just try to get more and more into it with the internet sort of progressing. Used to buy the Pontel. I don't know if you recall these. It was a company in Switzerland that used to record like a game and a half on a VHS. Okay. So you paid like a tenner and they'd uh, video, video a couple of the games and send it over to you. And uh, I've got loads of them in my attic. Ah. Uh, so that's how you got actually to see, uh, you know, the lesser games, so to speak, not the games of the week. Yeah. That. So like i said it's just snowballed man i've been to florida 14 times seen, seen over 40 games and it's really kicked off in the uk as well um i run orlando magic uk with mm-hmm. mikey clark and mm-hmm. paul bacon that's something that's come from uh the nba london game back in 2016 okay yeah. uh, where i couple of us just you know we're just chatting on twitter we just thought you know what let's just say let's meet in in the pub um in the o2 so that's what we did and that's how the magic uk sort of started and the, the good community that we've got I reached out to a couple of um ex-players like john amici he came mm-hmm. uh, the following year to come and say hello to everyone answer a few questions and the it's just gone from strength to strength and you know we've got a quite successful podcast now we're about nearly 40 episodes in we've had ex-players on ex-coaches um tv personalities nice. media from the bleacher report so um okay no i'm you know really enjoying it and the magic of my passion as um you know a lot of people do know <laughs> okay cool so it all stemmed from that that family holiday i mean it's a good thing you didn't go somewhere else like imagine imagine if you had a family holiday to like Minnesota, like oh gosh. Oh my god, yeah. I mean, no offense M- to any more Timbles. pain than what we've had. Yeah, I know, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, so before that holiday, did you have any reference or any, any links to basketball then, or was that your first introduction to basketball when you went on that holiday? Yeah, I mean, you know, in in PE, we used to, you know, they used to say, "Oh, you know, basketball today or whatever." And I'm not going to mm. lie, I, I'm I'm very short, I'm Welsh, and um, <laughs> not very good at basketball at the time. But then um, once we started watching it, picking it up, I got a little bit better. Okay. So no, that was my first introduction to it. To be honest with you, before that, it was uh, football and cricket, all things. Okay. Yeah. Oh, right, cool, man. Sweet. Do you still have that same jersey that you bought? I do, I do. I have many jerseys. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, yeah. oh, really? Okay, cool. Tell us about that, man. What's your merch collection like? Oh, my merch collection is um, something silly, if I'm being perfectly honest. I've got about Good. over 45 um, Orlando Magic jerseys, be it Jeez. replicas, authentics. I've got one signed by Nick Anderson, who's my uh, okay. basketball hero. So that's in a frame on the wall. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and anything else that literally has got magic on it. I'm not going to lie. I've probably got it. I'm not, I've probably got it. What's, what, what's the weirdest piece of merch you've got? The weirdest? Oh, man. Yeah, or the, or the most random, most obscure. I bought, um when we went, what, two years ago now, uh, I got a little boy and a little girl. So my little girl's five now. And, mm. you know, stuff, the magic dragon. I bought a, like a hat, okay. and it's basically his head. So it's this big green fluffy hat, 
uh, you know, that she, she's got in her fancy dress box. So uh, that's probably the weirdest thing, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised he doesn't give her nightmares, mate. <laughs> oh, he's a friendly dragon. <laughs> okay, okay, so is that is that, is that, that to, to sow the seed that, you know, that oh, sub- yeah. subliminally give that message, you are going to be a magic friend? Oh, yeah, they don't regardless. have a choice, mate, or I'll be shipping them out. Yeah, uh, thank, thank you. Finally, <laughs> someone's on my level. Because I've said this, I've said this to my girlfriend. Listen, like, if if we have kids, um, they're going to be Baptists. There's there's no debate about it. The only debate is, do you want to live in this house or not? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I I, I like what you're doing, sir. <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> do you have, Do you have anything like any merchandise that you look at and think, why did I? spend money on that like probably not um i i mean a lot of it's not touched and it just sits in a corner or in a cupboard or something oh really i like i like the fact that i've got it i mean i'm just looking around the room now and i i've got you know the funko pop things i got a penny hardware and a shack and you know they're still in this box a couple of old starting lineup 96 97 edition figures probably a bit sad for a 38 year old man but <laughs> i don't know man I, I just like it you know do you not like wear it or, or like hang it up or frame it on? No. Oh no, these are just like figures now. Yeah, I've got it. I've got them out on. Show. Oh, I've got okay. them out on show. Okay. So yeah, man, it's. I like it, but my my missus is a bit like, no, chuck it in the garage. You know, <laughs> you, you can you can have your stuff in the garage in the man cave, but uh, it's not allowed in the house. <laughs> so you're, you're saying Nick Anderson is your hero? Uh, why yeah. why him as opposed to you know like straight away when you think magic you think Shaq. Uh, T-Mac, you know, so why, why Nick Anderson? It probably stems back to the first season watching them. And again, on the magazine programme 24-7 and uh, what we had on Channel 4, mm. the actual first live game uh, in full I watched was um, Shaq's return to Orlando back in February 98. Okay. And Nick hit a three-pointer uh, with a magic down one to put us up two with seven seconds to go. And uh, the arena absolutely exploded from what you could see. And it was like, right, I'm yeah. hooked. And it was to beat Shaq as well after he'd left us under that dark cloud. So, um, mm. yeah, I, Nick's my guy. And um, we've been lucky enough to have him on our Orlando Magic UK podcast. Oh, nice. Uh, he's kind enough to spend an hour with us just, you know, just talking basketball and um how we came about and uh, we got to ask him you know a bunch of questions about him and his career and that so it was uh great fun and um you know not every not every day you get to uh chat to your sporting hero uh, on your own podcast so um i ticked something off there well do you remember what was the first question you asked him oh man um i was a bag of nerves so uh, <laughs> I, I can't remember but he came out with some blinding stories um we were just talking about jerseys um what one story you know the magic pinstripes the the black and the white and the blue mm-hmm. uh, synonymous with orlando yeah but back in 97 98 i think the players were getting a bit tired of the the material uh, once it got sweaty it got really heavy mm. so um he was telling us a story about some designer came down from new york and asked uh, himself, Penny Hardaway, Horace Grant, to um, try and help design uh, a brand new jersey. So then they had the the stars one. You probably um, oh, yeah. synonymous with uh, T Mac. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was a lot lighter, and you know, not so bad with, with the sweat. So he's just telling us how he was actually involved in that, and you don't get to hear, you know, that side of things. You think it's all coming from upstairs, but no, uh, the players got involved and um, part of the making of that jersey. Ah, nice. Okay, cool, man. 
is it yeah. is there any like gossip you can tell us that won't get you in trouble or get Nick Anderson in trouble? Oh man. No, I don't think there is, you know. <laughs> I don't think there is. This is going you're, back about two, three months ago now, so um said you would have probably come out anyway in the wash. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool man. Sweet. Um what's it what's what's your opinion on uh, on Shaq then? On Shaq, yeah. he was a great player, he's had a great career. Um, but if mm. you're asking me with my Orlando Magic tinted glasses on, yes, I don't particularly like the guy just because of how he left us. And, you know, he's come back since and said uh, he wished he'd stayed in Orlando and just uh, sort of finished off him and Penny's team and got a, got a ring or two. So the fact that he went to the Lakers, the Lakers have always been my least favourite team, you know, stealing Dwight, stealing Shaq. Mm. So... You know, I, I like the guy when he's on the on the telly on um, TNT. Um, it's not at TNT anymore, yeah. is it? Um, w- with the guys with uh, Chuck and Ernie with, and everybody and, yeah, uh, and Kenny, Kenny Smith. Smith. Yeah, I, I love him on that. But uh, as a player, he brought me nothing but pain. So um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it at that. <laughs> okay, we know who won't be making your starting five later on. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> But but do do you wish he obviously you wish he had stayed because I mean if he, if he had, I mean the, the magic history would be so different to what it is, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Oh, you could see. I mean, the last team Jordan lost to was the Magic back in '95. I know everybody says he was yeah. just coming back, etc. But you know, it's history, isn't it? The last team he lost to in the playoffs were the Magic. And funnily enough, in the East, the last team LeBron lost to was the Magic back in the '09 Finals. So. Uh, must be some mm-hmm. sort of spell thing going on there. <laughs> <laughs> so, for you, is, is Shaq the one that got away for you as a Magic fan? Yeah, yeah, he is. He is. I mean, it happened with Dwight back in 2012 13, um, the mm. whole Dwight Mayer season, uh, as we refer to it as. But he's he's gone down the pan a bit, hasn't he, Dwight? Um, whereas Shaq was. Uh, phenomenal for most of his career until he sort of rocked up in Phoenix and Boston. So um, yeah, it's just unfortunate we had all the pieces there. I just wish we mm. hadn't lowballed him with the uh, contract offer, and uh, he might have stayed. But here we go. Can't do anything about it now. We just uh, yeah look to the future. Just, well, yeah, exactly. I mean, well, speaking of the future, I mean, what what do you what do you foresee for? The immediate future in Orlando. Well, firstly, uh, we need to get a, a new head coach, so I'm hoping we make mm. the right decision there. Somebody that brings along the younger players who's got a very young roster now, after the mm. uh, mid-season trades of Vucevic, Fournier, and Aaron Gordon. Mm. It got, a, you know, quite a bit of draft capital, two picks, at five and eight. So let's just hope they pick the right players. It's a shame we. Uh, we dropped in the lottery. I'm sure you're very happy with your Raptors jumping us to four. Mate, number four, mate. I'll take that. Yeah. Who would you pick at four, then? Oh, it's, it's probably going to be like Jalen Suggs, uh, someone like that. I mean, I would love uh, Mobley, but he's going to go, like, worst number two. Um, so, yeah, maybe like a Jalen Suggs. Yeah, Mobley's projected two, isn't he? I'd like us to get green, yeah. but I think he's... Possibly going. Yeah, oh, we could get him. Well, yeah, I know what's going to happen. Green will be on the board, and you'll take green and mess us up. 
But um, no, if we get a decent player, Kaminga's decent, um, or we can move up. Um, we've got a lot of young players, so trying to have uh, you know a successful team with a lot of young players is going to be difficult. So we might it might be the time to maybe package one or two to move up and hope for the best mm. with regard to Jonathan Isaac and Mark Elfolt coming back uh, from their injuries mm. this season. All right, cool. Um, so you mentioned uh, about going to the uh, the global games. Yeah. That was that was that the first live game you went to? No, no, no. Uh, my first live game was in two thousand and one. It was the Magic against. I've actually written this down because I thought this might come up. November the fifth, nice. two thousand and one. Uh, the Magic played the Seattle Sonics um, at T- okay. TD Waterhouse that day. Now my brother. So I was saying um, we. We all became fans when we went to Orlando. So my middle mm-hmm. brother, Delan, selected the Seattle Sonics as his team. Uh, he's now deferred oh, to the OKC Thunder with, with the whole move and everything. And my little brother mm-hmm. then is a San Antonio Spurs fan. So yeah. the magic playing the Sonics, you know what it's like with, with siblings' rivalries and that. Yeah. Um, so um, but the magic lost in overtime, 123, 119. But it was great because I got to see T Mac and Grant Hill for the Magic, as well as Patrick Ewing. Oh, okay. The Sonics had Gary Payton, Rashad Lewis. Okay. So you know, t- to see talent like that uh, performing and you know in a shootout, it was it was a great game uh, to attend. Well, how, how how close were you? Are we in terms? How good were the seats? Ah, uh, no, there was back in the days when I was um, was still a student, so um, I was in okay. the, I was in the nosebleeds then. Okay, good, good. But in recent years, though, um, Nate, I've managed to um, get ultimate seats at the Amway Centre. So what that means is you you pay you pay, pay through your nose, but you get to go to the lower levels. They've got like. Mm. Um, all you can eat food and drink. Nice. You're literally by the tunnel where the players run out. Okay, cool. Was it about three, 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 four years ago? I went with my friend Mark, and who's a Knicks fan, but he was a, he's a, he came to watch the Magic. Fair play to him. And we got there a bit early, and we were just hanging around by the tunnel. And the players go and have a shoot around, and they come back. But what was cool was some of the Magic players, you know, you ask them for a photo. Uh, you might see on my Twitter profile, I got a photo with Nick Vucevic. And this was okay. that time. Vucevic just stopped, talked to us. You know, we were European. Asked us about, you know, how we became fans, etc. Oh, nice. And we had about a five-minute chat with him. Signed my jersey. Uh, had a photo. And him and DJ Augustine, you know, all the time in oh, the world. Absolute. Don't say that name to me. Absolute gentleman. Not a fan, No. <laughs> Well, all I can remember is um, game, game one, one of was it 2019 when he hit that that last that buzzer being three pointer. Yeah, because um, I, I was in Toronto at the time and just stuck the place out. So, <laughs> that that was the only bit of pain you had that playoffs though, mate. Yeah, I know, but that, that, that's why I remember it because because it was the only thing that, that bugged me. I was like, oh, I remember that one thing though. Everything else was great, but that one Augustine shot. Yeah. Well, we were, we flew out, um, Mikey, Paul, and myself um, for games three and four in Orlando. Okay. And that that was great, other than the results. So of course we <laughs> lost games three and four, and you went on to to beat us four one. But the the atmosphere in the playoffs, man, um, you you need mm. you need to go just to experience it. It's um, yeah. it's something else, you know. Every possession, you shout with defense, you know. Um, it's yeah, it's really really quality. Okay, what's the best game you've been to? That, well, what's what's the best 
uh, venue you've been to? Okay. Working basketball. So I've seen games at uh, London, Manchester. So in Orlando, I've seen it at the old arena, the new Amway Center. Been down to mm. Miami to watch a road game. Been to okay. Brooklyn, Madison Square Garden. The best arena. Well, I'm going to say it's in Orlando. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, okay, apart from Orlando. Apart from Orlando. Oh, the garden's superb. The Madison Square really? Garden. Yeah, man, it's just got an aura I've about heard it, so many know. people say that. It's the Mecca, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. We actually went there in 2014. It was my 30th birthday at the time. 2014, was it? No, 2012 it was. Uh, it's my 30th okay. birthday at the time, and uh, I paid for an expensive seat. And we're literally seven rows from the front, all surrounded oh. by Knicks fans. <laughs> we lost, but we went up like 15 in the first half. And it was this. This was the uh, the season we started getting really bad, and Dwight Howard okay. left and that. Um, <coughs> but no, the Garden is something else. Uh, you you got to go there, you know. Oh man, how how would you? How, what's the best way you could describe the atmosphere uh, um, at Madison Square Garden? For those the, who haven't been, who are listening. Yeah, well, the hairs on the back of your your neck stand up, you know, the PA announcer. Um, I think Carmelo Anthony played at the time. And, you know, when he does a Carmelo Anthony. Yeah. It's, oh, it's just quality, man. It's hard to describe. It's hard to describe. You know, I was supporting the opposing team as well. So, um I can only imagine what it was like in the playoffs this year. Did you uh, did you have in your jersey? I had a Magic jersey on. Yeah, yeah. Mate, because yeah. I've seen that. I've heard that Knicks fans they can be brutal to like <laughs> the opposing fans. But I've seen videos like uh, I think I saw one of a Raptors player, a Raptors fan, sorry, just getting like, just getting booed in his face like after the game because the Knicks had won or something. Um, yeah, what what were the fans like? It was actually very accommodating, very nice. It was probably because okay. I was in the expensive seats and not in the uh, <laughs> in the nosebleed. <laughs> but, but but the next night, I went to watch the New York Rangers play the Pittsburgh Penguins, and the Penguins won three nil. And mm. um, there was a fight, literally about four rows in front of me, uh, oh, Penguins and Rangers fans. Yeah, I know. I was like, yeah, just just don't say anything, <laughs> like <laughs> sip your drink and be quiet. Exactly, mate. <laughs> head down, head down. Yeah. So, oh, you know what I'm saying? You were saying about um, how, what game was it where you were, we paid extra, you, the executive ticket. We, we, oh, yeah, the ultimate seat one, yeah. You just yeah. go down to the tunnel, right? Like, yeah. Oh, cause I, I've always, I've always like, wondered, like, if I was at a game uh, and I was like, by the tunnel where the players are coming out and stuff, what, 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 what's the one thing I would shout out and who would it be to? Yeah. Like, so if, if I had to ask you that question, like, who, who would you shout out to and what would you shout out? Depends who we're playing, I suppose. If we're if we're playing an opponent I don't particularly like, like the LA Lakers and Kyle Kuzma's there, um, I'd probably shout some obscenities. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you just you're just in the tunnel there, and you know you're just trying to get their attention, the guys, and you know they're all running out. You just it's like a high five line. So I wouldn't know what to shout to be to be honest, mate. You know, yeah, um, yeah. You, you just you just want a high five. You know, a bit of a fanboy, isn't it? Yeah, I, th- I think as a Raptor, I would, I would probably if Kyle Lowry was there, I'll I'll just shout, Mm-mm-mm, baby got back. <laughs> just just try and make him giggle, you know what I mean? Yeah, something silly like that. <laughs> All right, so you went to games. That's cool. Uh, what what kind of fan are you? Are you like are you? Are you a proper passionate fan? Are you emotional? Do you shout out and stuff? Oh yeah, 
yeah, I've I've woken up the wife and probably the neighbours on many occasion. Um, that D- <laughs> that DJ Augustine three that you were talking about, yeah, I probably oh, woke up mate. the whole street. Don't tell me about that. Yeah, I've I've actually heard right through the grapevine that uh you um <laughs> did you take to social media um to vent and yeah like, throw shade at someone like the the refs and you got banned. Yeah, they, the, they, uh, they, they blocked you. Yeah, I'm blocked by the uh, NBA officials. I was having a moan of them. <laughs> so, but hold on. Tell us, so what happened? What, what, how did this come about? Well, it's probably a continuous thing, isn't it? I, I've, in, in fairness, so before I say your story, I've got a lot better, and I haven't moaned about him probably for the last two years or so. But, yeah, going back a couple of years, there's one particular referee, he's still great to me, Mark Davis. He wears number eight, bald guy. <laughs> He just hates the magic, absolutely despises us. I think it was just a few comments, uh, you know, say that, you know, he's in the wrong job or something like that, you know. And, um, yeah, I think they got fed up of me and, uh, yeah, blocked me. So, uh, never mind. How many... How many like tweets were you sending or were you posting? Oh, just oh no, it wasn't you know continuous or anything like that. You'd probably just say something one time and then you know in the next game you know having to go at a different ref for this that and the other. But it's not too bad. I bet Rich Barris put you up to this. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, I, so, the, 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 I was told to ask you about the time when the NBA officials blocked you. I was like, ha, mate, ha, I mean. I imagine, I can only imagine the amount of people who tweet, like, crap at the officials. Yeah. So for you to make it through all of that and get blocked, yeah. you must have said some proper, some proper stuff, mate. Yeah, man, I got a trophy at home as well. <laughs> 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 no, but in fairness, I have toned it down now, so uh, you you won't see that much um, moaning about the referees from me. Oh, is, is, is it only the officials? Do you, do you ever, like, moan about opposing players or even like, your, your own players if they're, if they're, if they're having a, a bad day? Um, no, I tend not to... No, I don't I don't like tagging in, you know, your own players, um, getting on their back, even if they do, you know, a dumb move or something. Um, oh. As I've mentioned, there's a couple of teams and players I don't particularly like, but, I, you know, I don't really, you know, throw shade at them on social media and tag them in, but... You know, occasionally now I've had a couple of drinks. I'll probably say something. Kyle Kuzma. Oh, well, you know, I think, I think, I think the whole NBA community can uh, can agree on that one. I mean, come on. I think even a Bron James like get this guy off my team. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, Kyle Kuzma. Goodness gracious me. Uh, Jaden Smith look motherfucker. No. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's because what he said about Orlando a couple of years ago he said I'd rather pl- be a bench player in LA uh, and be in LA and get talked about than play and be in Orlando and he said Orlando so you know you never oh, forget you. you never yeah, forget that's just stuck a few seconds <laughs> yeah man <laughs> okay All right. okay so you know like, we do like um, the, the, the starting five right um, yeah let's so just, just do a random one because starting five of players that you can't stand. That oh my players god! That great oh to you. God, this is going to be difficult. I'm going to have to try and write this down now. <laughs> right, I I'll just have to go off the top of my head. You might not like one of these people because. Um, oh, okay. Sorry. Here you go. <laughs> so I will go start on. at centre. Kelly Olenek. Why? Ke- 
I don't like him. I just don't like him. He's been on the Celtics. He's been on the Heat, which are two of my least favorite teams, and uh, he just annoys me. <laughs> no, he, he, the guy had done anything wrong. He's just, he's, I don't know. He's just got one of those faces, you know. Okay, okay, all right. So Kelly Olenek at centre. So let's go. Right, let's get this one out of the way with Kyle Lowry. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Slander. What? <laughs> Why? Ah, oh, I've got good reason. I've got good reason. It's all good. It's all good. So uh, last couple of seasons, um, him and Aaron Gordon have had a well. I know oh. Aaron Gordon's not a magic player yeah. anymore. But there was a cheap shot in the bubble, uh, which injured AG for the you know the playoff part of it, and he couldn't play. And then I think this season he did something just before Christmas time, um, and then I remember AG just taking a uh, putting a real hard screen on um, Kyle Lowry, yeah. and we were talking about this on um, the Orlando Magic podcast that we do, and um, we were talking about highlights of the season, and Mikey actually said highlight of the season for him was AG sticking one on Kyle Lowry, so. Uh, I think it's, um, yeah, in the Magic community, Lowry isn't liked very much. I mean, all I'm I get he's one is, of your players. Yeah, but all I'm saying is, if a highlight of a season is someone putting a hard screen, mate, uh, says a lot about your season. Yeah, I know. That's how bad we be, mate. That's how bad we be. <laughs> okay. Kyle Lowry. Oh, gosh. Okay, he's in there. Okay. okay who, who else? Um, let's go with two guys. Let's go Marcus Smart. Again, oh, yeah. okay. he's just one of those annoying types that, you know, uh, if he plays for your, for your team, you like him. If he plays Mate. against you. A bit like Robbie Savage. You took you know, the words out of my mouth. The Robbie mouth, Savage yeah. is Welsh. I love him, you know. And, um, yeah. you know, all the people moaning about Robbie Savage being pro-Welsh on the, on, the, on the commentary at the moment. I'm like, nah, I love it. Love it. <laughs> okay, Marcus Smart. Okay. Marcus Smart. Uh, th- uh, the three, then we got to go Kyle Kuzma um, for, for reasons I've stated before um, his slander of Orlando. Uh, um, no, no one is going to disagree with that one. No. And then power forward. Now, this is a tough one. I can't think of anyone. Can I go old players? Yeah, you can go anyone, mate. Anyone I want. Oh, hang on then. Let's move Olenek to the four and let's put Shaq at the five. Okay, okay. Yeah, and again, for reasons uh, detrimental, detrimental to the magic. Um, okay. Basically, what, how, What's yours then, Nate? Come on. I'm sure you've Ooh. got a list. Of players that I don't like. <sighs> okay, let's go. My, okay, my centre would be Joel Embiid. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, he was running his mouth in that, in that before that twenty nineteen series, um, and then when yeah, seeing him crying afterwards after game seven, like <laughs> that's cool karma. Um, who would I have at point? And sh- oh goodness, that's a good one. Mm, mm, mm. See, as a raptor, see, don't oh, oh. We're, we're quite friendly in Toronto, so it's like it takes a lot for us to hate people. <laughs> oh, I've asked the question I can't answer myself, you know. Yeah. Can I just put five Joel Embiid's? If you want, if you want. And also, I say Joel Embiid because my brother is a 76ers fan, so I know that'll wind him up. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair enough. I was going, five Joel Embiid's. With, with your Shaq one, though, I think then you put like a little like asterisk next to it. Yeah. Say, I mean... 
I yeah, would de- happily take him back if I could go back in time. Yeah, definitely. But when <laughs> he was on the Lakers when I first started supporting the Magic, and you know, um, so I never actually got to see him play for the Magic, so mm. uh, I missed that part. So, um, ah, cool, cool. Let's move on to an, another starting five, right? Go on, because so, this is, I mean, mate, I appreciate your dedication to the cause. So, you listen to another episode um, with Martin Dyan, who's also a Magic fan, and we did a Disney starting five. Right? And you messaged me to say, uh, I've actually got a starting five. First of all, thank you for, <laughs> for doing that. You didn't have to. <laughs> but now that you've done it, um, let's hear it. Let, let's hear your, uh, your Disney starting five. Yeah, okay. So, the point guard. No, let's let's start with the two actually, because I had the exact same same Disney character as you. I had Buzz Lightyear, just for the oh, same okay. reasons. I thought, yeah, that's a solid two guard. Let's go uh, point guard then. I was playing with having Flash from The Incredibles, which is the 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 boy because yeah. he's fast. Okay. But then I was thinking, actually, you got to have the mouse in there, haven't you, Mickey? Oh, Mickey. Yeah, man. Oh, I can't he believe he got forgotten. The poster boy. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. So let's have the mouse in at the point guard. Okay. At the three, I was playing with having... No, let's go with um, Captain Hook. For basically the oh. reason, you want a villain in there who who likes to win dirty. So, you know, kind of like your Draymond Green. Do you know what I mean? Oh, mate, that, that's that's who I put in my list of players who I can't stand. Draymond Green. But yeah, go on, carry on. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so Captain Hook, the small forward, I think he's quality. At the four, I would go Sully from Monsters, Inc., so the big <laughs> bear, because yeah, those screams, okay. no one's getting around those screams. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. And at the five, uh, I went with Genie. I know you guys had him at the point guard. I thought, well, Genie can be whoever he wants. He could be Shaq. So, uh, yeah, yeah, let's have Genie at the five. So that was my five, mate. I like how, like, we've all put so much thought into this. Probably more than, like, we should have. <laughs> yeah, probably. Probably. That's great. Mickey, Buzz, Captain Hook, which is a guess curveball, but a good curveball. I like that. Sully, again, good reason. And then, yeah, because yeah, the genie, he could make himself any size, isn't he? Can't yeah, he? man. Nice. Uh, nice. <laughs> um, before we go on to um, your starting five, like, your, your own, like, the proper one, um, yeah. Tell us a bit about your, your involvement with um, Orlando Magic UK, man. How did that come about? It started back in uh, tw- well, January, February 2016. Uh, Mikey Clark and myself just mm. wanted to get a few Magic fans together at, at the pub in uh, London before the Magic uh, played the Raptors. Mm. It seems that we play the Raptors all the time, I swear, man. And then from that, the, the following... Um, so we, we got this bit of community thing going and then we just started uh, you know a Twitter page um, as you do um, yeah. just started posting about the magic um, getting some good interaction involvement with the team and in fairness the uh, the guys over in the states uh, you know the, the social media people mm. the TV guys uh, Dante Marcatelli uh, Jeff Turner David Steele uh, they've all been fantastic they've shouted us out a few times on you know um on their TV coverage, uh, they've jumped on our podcasts as uh, guests mm-hmm. with uh, you know Magic personnel, which has been great. So then Paul Bacon joined us. So, so we got a team of three. Uh, so you've got the website, you've got the Twitter, you've got our podcast. Um, mm. if, if you want to listen to that, it's called Penny for Your Thoughts. Oh, and nice. We record 
try and try and record once a week or so get some guests on some uk magic fan guests to get to know uh, the community a bit better um, and then we get a couple of you know national media or magic staff people in uh, just to tell us their story and what they do just to you know get a good sort of community kind of feel so in fairness the team has been absolutely superb in um you know, assisting us with that. Nice. So yeah, it's gone from strength to strength. It's it's something we do every week, and uh, yeah, we really really enjoy it. It's just a shame we can't have a championship. That's all we want now. <laughs> do you um are you, are you often surprised by like the amount of like fans who reach out to you guys? Because that's one thing I've noticed. Like the amount of fans in the UK of NBA, it's like there's a, there's a massive community out there, and the power of social media is all bringing us all together and stuff. And it's, it's brilliant to see. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, and the, the guys at the NBA UK fans, uh, Rich, Bryn, Jimmy, and everybody else, uh, G-Shack, uh, they do a superb job. they got a shout-out, Hooping and Looting, and mm. the Throwback Store as well. Um, yeah. It's just an absolute superb community to be part of. Even the guys on the other teams, you know, Dan's doing superb stuff with the uh, Miami Heat, um, mm. and, and all the other fan accounts, like, you know, it'd be a all night if I'd started naming them all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's a real great community feel. Everyone's, um, you know, it, it's, it's just nice. It's just nice. Yeah, it's good to see, man. Yeah. Okay, cool, man. Do you have any, any plans to, well, hopefully, if, if it's safe, to uh, go out next season? We were supposed to go, believe it or not, before COVID hit, literally about three days before, we told my little girl and my son, you know, oh, we're going to see Mickey Mouse. And um, three days, we were supposed to fly. <laughs> Um, we got told we weren't allowed to go to the States, so um, that's on the back burner. So we're hoping to go out in November next year for the opening of the regular season, okay. if if, the, if they allow us. But yeah, we, you know, we try and go every once every two years at least. So um, definitely need another trip to uh, O-Town. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I have one other random question before you go yeah, on. Fun. Right. I, I think I might know what the answer might be, but I'll ask you anyway. If you could change one thing in Orlando Magic history in the last decade or so since you've been supporting them. Yeah. What's the one thing you would change? Oh my god, that's a difficult one. There's a it's probably a couple. I know um you mentioned with Martin about, you know, getting Shaq to to, to remain. Yeah. There's also I suppose asking T Mac to stay on so he'd played with Dwight because that was the season we got mm-hmm. France that we traded for Francis. But for me it's probably the summer we've got uh, Grant Hill and Tracy McGrady. Mm. We were after Tim Duncan, and there's a rumor going around that Doc Rivers wouldn't let Duncan's family board the airplane, the team plane. So what? he decided to stay in San Antonio. So if you'd imagined Hill, Duncan, and McGrady on the Magic, I don't team, think. Man. Yeah, so um, that decision might have cost us a few championships. So I would say. Uh, if I could change anything, it's to to let Tim Duncan's family on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> Just let him on. Give him I a know. seat. Who, who, who's the best player that, um, in your time of supporting e- Magic? Watching ever. Oh my god! It's so my favourite, Nick, obviously. But yeah, watching it's gonna have to be either Penny or T Mac. I probably have to go T Mac just because of the, how he was with the basketball, his scoring. Mm. He could just do literally anything. Back mm. in those, the team between 2001 and 2004, you know, he had half a roster with him and he was carrying us, winning scoring championships. So you can only imagine, you know, if he'd had a healthy Grant Hill 
and uh, yeah. supporting cast what you could have done and for she just got a bit fed up and uh, asked for a trade so uh, it's unfortunate yeah so, so McGrady best pure scorer and um, person I've seen live I would say yeah okay cool 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 okay well my man come to that time for you to choose your starting five okay yeah now, when I say starting five remember it's not it doesn't have to be the five best players. It's just the five players that mean something to you. So if you want it yeah. to be the best, it can be the best. But if you want it to be for sentimental reasons, for, for you know, anything like that, but yeah. the power is in your hands. It's your choice. Okay. So, Garrett, I'm gonna choose. Uh, I'm gonna ask you who is in your starting five. So my starting five. So we're gonna have one one player remain from Martin starting five. So I don't know if you've had a, a carryover. Uh, and that would okay. be Mr. Penny Hardaway. Uh, I'm oh, going to have okay. him, him at the one. Yep. He's just pure magician, pardon the pun, um, on, on the court. Uh, he's, he's, mm-hmm. a, he's just a shame his uh, uh, career got you know derailed by injuries. Yeah. You know, he, he, you think back, back to the 90s and, you know, Michael Jordan wore a penny sneaker, you know. Yeah. And... I don't think he's ever worn anything other than his own. So that's got to be a great compliment to Penny Hardaway. So, um, yeah, definitely Penny at the one for me. Okay. On the, at the two, uh, be no surprise to anyone, it would be Mr. Nick Anderson. <laughs> okay. First ever draft pick by the Magic in 1989 from Illinois. Just other than the free throws in 1995, absolute legend and very very kind to us with his time on our podcast so friend of the show as well all right cool the three i'm gonna this be no surprise to you these are gonna be all orlando players me <laughs> just don't hold your <laughs> breath for any raptors <laughs> oh actually well saying that the next was tracy mcgrady who used to be on the round oh, there, so, there we go there, there we, there we go. go nice get that in for you mate <laughs> so again, I've touched upon it uh, the last couple of minutes. His, uh, you know, pure scorer, all-round quality player. Now mm-hmm. it gets a bit more tricky. So for pa- at the power forward, I'm going to go for somebody I've mentioned. Mm-hmm. And again, it's probably purely because he's the first jersey I bought. That would be uh, Mr. Goggles himself, Mr. Horace Grant. Because oh, okay. maybe if I hadn't have bought that jersey, you know, I might not be uh, such an avid fan as I am now. So. Let's have Horace Grant in nice. there. Although I was playing with having Pat Garrity in there, but not many people know Pat Garrity. But he he was a straight mm. up shooter from Notre Dame uh, that played for the Magic between 2000 or oh, 99 and 2007, 2008. Uh, I just liked his game. He's just a shooter. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> and at centre. This is a tough one because you, you should probably go with Dwight Howard uh, for what he did, carried us to the finals in 2009. But I'm going to go Nick Vucevic. Oh, okay. A- again, having you know met the guy, spoken to him, proper down to earth, you know, uh, time for the fans as well, uh, which is mm. nice to nice to to have and to know that you know some of these players you know don't forget about us if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's been. A, other than you know getting traded this year, he was a consistent for the Magic. You know during the down years, our, our one hope, I suppose. So um, yeah, Vucevic. So Vucevic, Grant, McGrady, Anderson, Hardaway. Okay, cool. All right. 
it's 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 not biased at all. <laughs> no, no. It's cool. no, no, it's it's your five, mate. It's what means something to you, so that's totally fine. That's cool. Um, yeah, Hardaway Anderson, T Mac, Grant Vucevic, cool. All right, solid five, man. And I, I like I like the story you've got in Vucevic. You know, Anderson, my favorite player. Uh, Grant as well, yeah. obviously with the jersey. Yeah, mate, that it means something yeah. to you. That's all that matters. In fact, the only person I haven't met there out of those is McGrady. So, um, yeah. No, and they've all been cool. Really cool. You're, you haven't met him yet. Yet. No, that's right. Exactly, mate. Yeah. It, mate, it's just, it, it could happen, mate. When, yeah. when the world reopens up and we can go out you know, and travel again, who knows? That'd be great. <laughs> My man, thank you for coming on the podcast, man. It's, it's been fun, man. It's been, it's been a nice little chinwag, isn't it? It has, yeah. Awesome. Cool. Been cool to chat to you, man. Um, if people want to uh, find you and uh, listen to the podcast as well, where can they do so? So the podcast available on all platforms. Search either Orlando Magic UK or Penny for Your Thoughts. I'm on uh, all socials uh, under Geraint. That's um, a one instead of an I. So it's G E R A one N T. Um, and Orlando Magic UK can be found on Twitter, Facebook. Uh, Instagram and we've got our own YouTube channel um, so um, yeah watch this space with uh, OMUK doing big things nice man I wish you guys all the best man um, on- onwards and upwards thank you very not much not for the team though because you know we want the East <laughs> 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 thanks for coming on man appreciate that You're more than guys thank you for uh, tuning in to another episode of Me, Myself and Basketball. As always, brought to you by NBA UK fans, by the fans, for the fans. Make sure you follow NBA UK fans. Uh, they want to NBA underscore UK fans on Insta and on Twitter. And then for the podcast, no, you you got mates who are into basketball. Even if, even if they're not into basketball, you know, you could just, just you know, nudge them in our direction. You know, you can ease them into, into this great game that we, that we love. But um, otherwise, take care, stay safe. We'll be back with another episode very soon. Laters.